For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, between rock everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. feeling about this. Welcome to episode 375 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhardt. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Aw, shit. Look, he let it sizzle for a second. He let it sit and sizzle. Uh, so, you know, we were talking last week about potentially taking this week off, and then I remembered, shit, I have something I want to do next Thursday. I don't want to take two weeks off, so here we are. Right. We actually got some pretty cool shit to talk about, to be honest. Um, I'm excited. Buddy, how's it going? It's going all right. It's going all right. I'm hanging in there. Things are tough. Uh, I used to have my in-laws and my own mother uh, here to help with the kids, and that's very helpful. I cannot stress how helpful that is compared to the last uh, two kids. Right. But uh, they're gone, so we're doing it solo, which is, you know, it's fine. It's just stressful. A lot. It's, it's very a lot. stressful and very busy. It's yeah. a lot. But, other than, you know, everything's going well. Everyone's healthy. Everything's good. So, like... Not really complaining there. It's just requiring lots of focus and energy. Um, before we started recording, I got to have a little chat with Liam, Will's yep, son. Liam was up late. Yep. He, uh, and he's boy, been trying to go to bed, and he can't quite sleep at the moment. I uh, got to say, I've never related to a little dude more than because we were talking about the, the trailer for the new Mario movie, right? Oh, man, yeah. I pulled that up on the Xbox and <clears throat> showed him today. And he was like, I just, I can't wait anymore. I can't, I have to see it now. I can't wait no. anymore. And I was like, buddy, I, boy, do I relate to that. Um, He's a good kid. He is. And then he was asking me about my, uh, like, my little uh, profile picture on Skype. And he goes, is that yep. daddy as a, as a Boba Fett? And I was like, well, kind of, it's me as Boba Fett, but, you know, me and your dad oh. both have dark hair and beard, so there's some similarities there. And he goes, yeah, back in the day, my dad used to be cool, but now he's just a dad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, don't you say that. Your dad's still cool. Man, he burned you, though. He got a sick burn on That's me. That's all right. 
I saw it happen. Hey, man. Kids <laughs> tell the truth. I can't even deny it. I used to be way cool. If it's like <laughs> now I am a dad. It's like uh, it was like being in Jay Leno's garage two weeks ago watching someone get burned that bad. Oh my God, that's a bad one to the face. Um, so listen, we're gonna talk. We got some nothing. Well, I don't know. I don't know how to quantify it. It's not like we have super major stuff, but we got some cool stuff to talk about. Get us through the week. Get us through the episode. Before we jump into all that, go to blueharvest.rocks or myweirdfoot.com for all your Blue Harvest needs. You know, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, all that. Patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. If you want to support the show, uh, you'll get access to all our bonus content. And uh, we really appreciate all you guys who are patrons. You guys are the best. So, buddy. Um, so I'll just go ahead and be up front next Thursday. The reason I won't be able to record is because next Thursday is when the game awards are airing the video game awards and oh, nice. um, me and Steve and probably Jeff, maybe Nick even going to hang out, um, on stream and watch the game awards. So if, oh, that's going to uh, be cool. If you guys feel up to it, want to want to hang out and talk a little shit during the Game Awards, come check it out. Twitch.tv slash Blue Harvest Pod. Uh, I've been streaming quite a bit lately, so uh, come by and hang out. I see it pop up on my phone. I'm like, my boy, my boy's online making content. That's trying, what I'm talking about. Trying, dude. Oh, Steve scared. Oh, I sent you the clip in our group chat. Steve scared mm -hmm. the shit out of me the other day on stream. <laughs> Too jumpy, too jumpy, my dude. Um, so, buddy, uh, there I guess there is a con going on in Brazil right now, and there has been mm -hmm. some fucking hot fire dropping at this thing, man. Um, really? Yeah, so uh, this morning that new Transformers trailer came out, you know. Rise of the Beasts. Whatever, we'll see. <laughs> um it was cool to see it Optimus Prime again. Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. And that's like an old school Bumblebee. That's not a new one. So I don't know where in the continuity that takes place. I think, but it's possible that it's before the LaBeouf. Well, yeah. Well, it definitely is. So from what I understand, it's a sequel to Bumblebee. So like... Oh, okay. You know, Bumblebee took place in like the 80s, right? Oh, this may be really good, man. This may be primo 80s Transformers. Yeah, I think this one jumps ahead a few years to the 90s, but, you know, mm. whatever it may be. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I didn't ever watch the Beast Wars, so I don't really know anything yeah, about Yeah, me all neither. That. Like, I remember when it was a thing, and I remember being like, ugh, something about this animation is real tough for me to get into when I was a kid. Yeah. And I hear but from it's incredible. From what I hear, the stories. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. I hear the story is amazing, and I uh, I would like to see it, you know. Because there are some things back in that age with that kind of computer animation that are a little difficult to watch but were really good, and the original reboot uh -huh. is one of those things. That's really good, but the animation is kind of rough. It gets way better in the in the you know later seasons, but the first one is a little... Yeah, those... A little rough around the edges. Those early CG shows really, like, put a, a bad There's taste. There's a Johnny Quest one. Ooh, and it was bad. It was, it was bad. 
I remember uh, there was like a Johnny Quest animated movie that aired on like TNT or TBS at night. Like I remember them uh -huh. hyping it up and it was like, it was traditionally animated, like hand-drawn. Um, mm -hmm. I remember being very excited for that shit. Couldn't tell you a goddamn thing that happened in it though. Um, it's more like Scooby-Doo with an edge. Yeah. Is what I remember of Johnny Quest. Yeah. And I only remember that from watching Old School Adult Swim. Um, so. Uh, Race Bannon. We're officially in the era of Lucasfilm producing content that is not Star Wars related, right? All of Lucas's, Lucasfilm's uh, output since being bought by Disney has been Star Wars related. Well, this week Willow started. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I'm dying. Nor have to. I. Yeah. I, yeah, I me gotta... too. Despite my intentions to watch it today. Yeah. I'm definitely going to check it out and I'm excited to check it out. And then today we got a a trailer for the new Indiana Jones movie, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which by the way, I guarantee you I fuck up at some point and call it Indiana Jones and the Pick of Destiny. Oh my goodness, that would be funny. Um I uh I was wondering if it was pronounced differently, like a DL. Like, I don't know what that is, but I thought it might be a... Uh, I don't know what the dial of destiny is. Yeah, I think it's just a straight-up dial. I don't think they're putting any stank on it. Um, and it looks really good. I mean, I don't get much of the plot besides Indiana Jones punching Nazis. I'm down with mm -hmm. that. I'm down with that. Um, and that's got to be a uh, that's got to be a memory, right? That's got to be. I don't think so. Flashback. I kind of think. Uh, I kind of think it might have to do with like. Um, oh, time travel. I don't dial know. of destiny. Oof. So we do see a young Indy in that trailer, a de-aged Harrison yeah. Ford. I think that's probably going to be flashbacks, but because you know what I'm kind of expecting is maybe the beginning of the movie. The movie kicks off with a flashback right that sets up the story that would for be cool. old indy right that would be um, cool yeah yeah definitely. i kind of wonder if it's going to have something to do with like nazi scientists working on like uh space projects for the u.s oh that would be cool you know what i mean i don't know yeah during the i, I like it's, that uh it's in the 60s is his name sala yeah that character Sala. i like that he's in it which is john reese davies right yeah um, so yeah, I, I can't wait for it. It's coming out June 30th. I got to make a trip over to Mississippi and go see that one with my dad. My dad is way in Indiana Jones. So that's going to be, Oh yeah. Fun. Rightly so. Yeah, man. Um, and so yeah, it's kind of cool. Like I, I can't remember the title of it, but back in 2020 when they did the big Disney investor day, right. Where they announced all the new star Wars shows and stuff. They also announced a uh, a new property. I think it was an adaptation of a book that they were working on that they since have let the revert the rights revert back to the author. I think they just didn't end up doing anything with it. But it's mm -hmm. it's interesting to see Lucasfilm output that's not Star Wars related. Um, right. So. I can't wait for Indiana Jones. I'm really looking forward to watching Willow. I bought Willow on Voodoo yesterday with the intent of watching it before I watched the show and uh, didn't do it. So 
I got to watch the movie first. I've seen it, but I want to rewatch it. And then I'll check oh, it out. Oh, the movie Willow? Yeah. Oh, man. The movie Willow is so good. It's one of my favorites. It's real good. It's just been a while since I've seen it, you know? So I want to catch up and mm-hmm. do a little refresher before. Um, but I'm Mad Mardigan. I'm the greatest swordsman that's ever lived. <clears throat> so um, leading up to the con today where we're getting all this cool stuff there was an interesting little piece of information about star wars the acolyte um floating around so daphne keen the lady who played uh you know essentially x23 and logan that we talked about being cast in this show Mm -hmm. (laughs) she was being interviewed and um uh for by tech radar and they asked her about the show, and she said, I can tease that it's a prequel. No, I mean, as you know, it's set 100 years before the prequel movies, and it's kind of an explanation of how the Sith infiltrated the Jedi. It's a Sith-led story, which has never been done before. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yup. Yup, yup. I can't wait. Uh, that sounds very fascinating to me. I think it does. Now, listen, I need, listen, I want to talk one-on-one. All right. Just imagine if you're listening right now, it's just me and you hanging out, right? Just trust your old Mm -hmm. pal halls on this guys. Listen. Okay. I'm not saying it is 100% the, the case or that it will be the case, but if this show has anything to do, if it deals with Darth Plagueis or any of that stuff, be cool. Okay? We get it. The book was cool. You know? The book was neat. Peace and love to the book. But if if this show is, is telling that story in a different way, I don't think it's going to involve Palpatine. I don't think Palpatine's fucking 100 years old in The Phantom Menace, right? Um, yeah. I think we might see, like, I think it's possible at least that we might see a young Plagueis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know one way or the other, but I just know, like, given that synopsis of the how the Sith infiltrate the Jedi Order, I gotta think that it's a possibility at least. And we just need to, like, the book can be the book, the show can be the show. Just because I know people are real, like that. People are supercharged with that right now. They are dumping on Dave Filoni for changing canon on the Tale of the Jedi. Like, well, dude, so you know. listen, there are elements of that that I I do think is kind of fucked up. Like, oh yeah, yeah, because the the way the characters were painted in the Ahsoka novel was definitely much more inclusive and like sort of progressive than just the characters they showed us in the show. So people being upset about those elements being missing, I get. But general changes to the story, that's going to be one of those things that never affects me because from the beginning when they were like, listen, we're, we're rebooting the canon, all the books don't, you know, the, all the books aren't canon anymore. They weren't really anyway. Um, so on and so forth. I knew that any, any of that stuff, it's only a matter of time. They're canon until somebody wants to make an animated show or a live action show or a movie 
that contradicts it. That stuff is always yeah. going to be, uh, it's always going to supersede that stuff. Right? That's what I thought. I thought, you know, novels and comic books and other things like that are great, but at some point, you know, what's on the visual representation can overwrite some of that, you know, just because yeah. of the nature of it. Yeah. Like I, and, and listen, like I, in a perfect world, it would all interface perfectly, you know, and there would be no conflicts, but the amount of star Wars content that's put out across all these different mediums, right. Makes it kind of impossible for everything to line up perfectly. And like, right. you know, I've definitely seen people that work with the Star Wars property have some pretty good takes on it of like, like, listen, like if, if Star Wars is like a, a series of stories passed down, right, from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, there will be variations in the telling of each individual story. I, it, like I said, yeah. I, it, it's easy enough for me to interface with and ignore, but also get like if one of your favorite forms of star Wars consumption is, is books or comics. Why? Like you could feel a little slighted if that stuff is kind of constantly sort of passed over and or, rewritten. Yeah. You know, um, I do know one thing, one of my favorite ways to, uh, ingest star Wars besides movies and TV shows and animation are star Wars video games. And, uh, we know we have, Star Wars Jedi Survivor coming out next year, right? Probably pretty early. We're probably closer to Jedi Survivor than most people would think. In fact, I bet you we get a release date for it at the Video Game Awards next week. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, but there's a tie-in novel coming, right? A tie-in novel that will sort of bridge the gap between Fallen Order and Survivor. And they released the cover for it today. Um, and I'll show it to you. It's Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars, right? <clears throat> it's a cool enough cover. You know, it's got an Inquisitor. It's got the whole crew. Yep. Um, from uh, the whole uh, Cal's whole crew, right? Right. The fascinating thing to me is the, the blurb here. In the years before Star Wars Jedi Survivor, there's going to be a big time jump between these two games is that what that signifies to me. That's true. If it's in the years before star Wars Jedi survivor, that's interesting. I didn't expect them to take a, like a giant time jump in between games, you know, and this is another, you know, series or property that I feel like is right for a show. This show would be kick ass. I know you'd retread a lot of what you did in the games, but like, um, talk about the stank you could put on it. Listen, I, it's one of those things, right? Like, anytime there is like a groundswell around a new Star Wars character, um, I think it's only a matter of time before somebody decides, hey, we should use them in some sort of live action or animated project, right? Like, uh, right. you know, Ahsoka. A huge fandom behind Ahsoka, and now she's getting her own show. I, right. The fact that they have actual actors cast in these roles for the the Jedi games makes it very possible that we could see them show up some 
sometime. I don't that's, know that I necessarily that, want them to retell <clears throat> the story of the games, but I could see them showing up in other stories. Yeah. Um, that's what makes it so handy that you used actual actors. Yep. It sure does. You know the his uh what's his name? Is it Grizz, the guy that pilots the ship? You know that's Dr. Arts from uh Lost. Oh, is it? Yeah. You've got some arts on you. Um Yeah, so I think uh I kind of feel like this game will probably be out in the sort of March, April ish time frame, if I had to guess. That'd be cool. That's about the time of the new Mario movie, right? Yeah, man. There's going to be a lot of games next year. Next year is fucking stacked. Um, and the other thing, another exciting thing that's come out of this con that's going on in Brazil is we have a release date for Mando Season 3. Oh, wow. March 1st. Oh, that's sooner than I thought. Yeah, it's literally like four months away. Right? Yeah. It's way four. sooner than I thought. Yeah, man. So, yeah, wait, when uh, December 1st to January 1st, that's a month. January 1st to February 1st, that's a month. No, bro, we're three months away. Take a whole month off of that estimate, I said. Oh, wow. Three months. Even closer. Bro, and listen, so it starts March 1st, right? Fucking, okay. Let's let's pull up the handy-dandy calendar and check this out. Okay, March 1st, that's a Wednesday. And then episode two will be on uh, March 8th. Three will be on March 15th. And then episode four, probably about halfway through the season, March 22nd, right? A day after your boy's birthday, right? It's turning fucking 40. Going to be old and alone. What better day to bring Boba Fett back into the Mando storyline than on the episode that's airing on March 22nd, a.k.a. March 21st, because you know my ass is going to be up, st staying up late to watch it. Bring Boba back on that episode, and he gets his own damn episode. There's not a single fucking frame of Din or Grogu, huh? Maybe a little Grief Karga, huh? Some Grief Karga, some Fennec Shand I'm cool with. Bring him back. That's what I'm. That's my, my cock of duty speculation for next year. That's your forecast prophecy. Yep. Uh, uh, Boba's going to be in the fourth episode of Mando next year. Um. So yeah, I'm very excited. A honestly, it seems like. Uh, well, on oh, damn. So how many episodes was Bad Batch season one? Ooh, I don't know, but I can find out. <clears throat> no, I'm going to look that up right now. Because... Ba -ba -ba. 16. So there were 16 episodes in season one. If season one is the same, or season two is the same length, they would uh, essentially have to start that shit now to have it... Um, not the D. Bradley Baker show. The D. Bradley Baker show. Season two. Okay, let's see. Um, the second season is set to premiere on January 4th, 2023, with two episodes, followed by re weekly releases for the rest of the 16-episode season. Ooh. So, man, we're a month away from new Bad Batch, too? Shit. Gonna be good. Man, I can't wait. All right, so that's They're the filling fourth. the holes nicely. All right, so let's see. 
uh, two episodes on the fourth. So episode three, episode four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. So they're going to have about, f wait, no, no. Ah, fuck it. I'm not doing the math. There's going to be some overlap is what I'm saying. Unless they do like two episodes every week or something like that for Bad Batch. There's going to be some overlap and we're going to have weeks where we get a new episode of Bad Batch and a new episode of of the Mandalorian season three. Ooh. Oh, that'll be tight. Oh, unless they do some kind of AMC cock a duty bullshit where they are like, Hey man, uh, we're going to show you the first episode, first eight episodes of bad batch. And then it's going to go on a break for a few months and we'll show you the, the other half later in the year. Mm. Let's not do that. In fact, uh, just strike that for, I didn't even mention that. I ain't trying Ninja to manifest. That? Yeah. I'm not it even seems trying. cruel. Um, yeah let's hope that's not what they end up doing um, and then so okay we basically have you know the first what four or five months of Star Wars planned out for the year next year and that's not counting Visions season two that's not counting uh, Ahsoka that's not counting Skeleton Crew, which I'm getting more and more excited about. I um, There's a lot of fucking Star Wars coming out next year, man. Yeah, there is. And it seemed like there was a lot this year, too. But it's not going to... It's going to be even more. I can't wait. Um, something that I thought was funny was the... So you remember Dedra from Cassian? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she did a interview where she was talking about filming the last episode and was talking about Marva's speech, her, her hologram speech. Mm -hmm. And apparently at the end of that speech, when they were filming it, she didn't say, fight the Empire. She said, fuck the Empire. Oh my goodness. And... Like, apparently everybody on set was real stoked about it. They knew it wasn't going to actually make, you know what I mean? The right, the right, final the cut. But that's funny to me. Old T Tony Gilroy was trying. He got a shit under the wire. You know what I mean? He was trying yeah, to get right. an F-bomb under there. Or maybe even catch the response of the crowd to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it was you know partially there to get the crowd hyped up too and it worked based on what we saw and then i saw some fucking genius um uh actually it was the the actor who played brasso right um, right he posted on his instagram um a scene of the riot at the end when they're all fighting the empire somebody yeah. um edited that to killing in the name by uh <laughs> rage against the machine rage against the machine and that shit worked perfectly <laughs> i'm trying to see if i had it in the likes oh, that sounds fun it was fun it was a lot of fun i am uh i can't wait to see more fucking cassian some more andor it's a little while away a couple years um but I'll be stoked when it shows up. <clears throat> Man. 
Uh, I can't find it. Oh, well. How many years is it Andor away? Probably two. Like, I don't know that they've officially started filming yet, but I think they're close to starting filming season two. So that means it's not coming next year, right? Um, especially if there's, right. you know, with them um, filming another 24 episodes. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up dropping in the August, September area of 2024. My goodness. Little it feels like a long time away. Yeah, but the way this nightmare of a fucking year has been speeding by at this, like I'm in fucking the hyperbaric time chamber. It'll be here before you know it, you know? I do. Um, Daisy Ridley's up to something. Look what she posted on her Instagram story. Uh-oh. Looks like she Is might be. Is that a picture of a Yoda statue? Yeah, with some uh, Cloud City concept art looking all giant and cool in the background. She's hanging out oh, at yeah. Lucasfilm, it sure seems like. It does, doesn't it? I like seeing that. Something might be up. That's uh, that's good hoping. Um, okay, so you've seen the, the Bob Iger came back and he was like Disney movie, uh, Star Wars movie now. He was like Bob Iger fucking kicked the door in and he's he's just got the smell of fucking chaps Chappick's fucking failure on his on his breath, and he's like, "You guys listen here, okay." You know why I came back? Because I saw some tool on YouTube talking shit about bricks and Star Wars. <laughs> and I'm not here to take it. He's like, have you guys ever seen A New Hope? There's a ton of bricks in there. He's like, we need a movie now. Get Daisy Ridley on the phone. Get her over here. We got to woo her. We got to get the new generation back together. Get John. Get Oscar. He needs a new house. I'm telling you, he needs a new house. He said he would come back if he needed another house. Well, guess what? I have Disney spies planting explosives in the foundation of his current house. Right now, somebody's going to need a new house. My goodness. So you saw... um you saw Indy, you saw Transformers, but you haven't seen the, the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer yet. I have not. You want to watch this so I can drop a theory on you that I'm really I not do. happy? I do. I'd like to see it. Yeah, let's check I it out. I want to see the Guardians Christmas thing. I haven't watched that I yet I haven't either. seen it at, yet either. It's so... Ugh. What am I doing? Haven't watched Willow. Haven't watched the Guardians. Christmas special. Haven't seen Miss Marvel or She-Hulk. Like, I'm so far behind on shit I like. Haven't seen Doctor Strange, Thor, um, Eternal. You haven't seen Doctor Strange no. or the newest one? The newest one. I've seen okay. the first Doctor Strange. Okay. When, when my mans went down because he was texting and driving. All right, let's watch this. Oh. We were gone for quite a while. But no matter what happens next, the galaxy still needs its guardians. Hello, we come in peace. <laughs> come on, Drax. Seriously, dude? No, 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 no! Ow! <laughs> Forget. Where are we came from? 
and running our whole lives. Pete, I'm done running. stupid guy who no one loves. Now you're just making it sad. You want to hear my fucked up theory? Yeah. They're going to kill Rocket Raccoon in that movie. Oh no, you think so? Buddy, I have never seen a trailer that I feel telegraphs the death of a character more. The only time I knew a character was going to die more than that is when I fucking sat my fat ass in that theater chair to watch The Force Awakens and was like, well, here comes fucking Han Solo's last ride because this dude is not coming back for more than one of these. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm telling you, man, I think I think there's fucking scenes from it in that trailer, and I will be... Boy, am I going to be mad. It's going to be a, a bad day at James Gunn's house when I see that movie. I'm going to light his ass up on Twitter. Hive mastodon wherever i'm gonna say you motherfucker i mean this is the last one right this is the last guardians movie at least with this team yeah so if if bradley cooper didn't want to reprise the role i mean well i don't even i mean that that, yeah i mean that's definitely one way to do it but if the character if the actor doesn't want to reprise the role you don't have to kill him right Rocket right. could just be off living a happy life somewhere in the galaxy. And then if one day Bradley Cooper's like, shit, I just lost a, lost a whole bunch of money gambling on Mississippi State for some fucking reason. Why he would do that, I don't know. Um, then you can slide in and be like, it'd be kind of cool if we brought Rocket back. No, I think that's I think this is James Gunn having a black-ass heart at the core of his body where he wants to kill Rocket Raccoon. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm being a little facetious here, but I'm telling you, I got a bad feeling about it, and I'm not, not going to be stoked. Not going to be oh, stoked. No. Now you're giving me a bad feeling about it. Well, oh, and you know what? That movie releases the 5th of May, right? Which is a Friday. Okay, so we'll probably record or live stream episode 400 of blue harvest that week so he's just going to barely miss disappointing me before our four 400th episode 401 though lighten him up lighten him up um all right buddy i think that's kind of it like i said some little some stuff that's, though. yeah like little stuff I mean, that's but quality big stuff too right like right the premiere of mando that little blurb about acolyte um, the fact that Daisy Ridley's been in Lucasfilm. 
knowing our luck, you know what she's there. She's there to, f- to record lines for the next Lego game or some shit, you know. Picking up her stuff. Yeah, she she's like, hey, I left. They were like, hey, come get your stuff. Yeah. Come get your stuff. Um, we're, we're working on a movie called Star Wars. No bricks. Okay. And uh, mm-hmm. we need the room in the facility so like, star wars just mortar <laughs> no screws no bricks all right let's hear from some of our friends the kind of friends you have in the star wars community that don't give a fuck about bricks you know right the only jedi master who can crash box He loves to split chicks with his butt. Kitty, cockhead, to stroke his cone and suck on his balls. Kitty, cockhead, what you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge, but he'll be bumping spooge tomorrow. Cockhead, Luher, cockhead, Hansberger, cockhead. Alrighty. Uh, let's hear from King Tom. Let's kick it off with the king of all Toms, Nostra Thomas, he of the Lando Quatrain, Tom Chansky. Hey there, Hawes and Will. Hope you both had a great Thanksgiving. This week, gonna be honest, I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't have to wake up early Wednesday to watch Andor. Um, so I slept in. And it was announced today that we're getting the next season of Mando in March, which is pretty cool. And if we look at things, you know, from here on out, we next year in for live action, um, we're getting Mando, Ahsoka, Skeleton and Crew, maybe Acolyte season one, although that might be 2024, and then um, Andor part two, um, probably also in 2024. Uh, but that's it really as far as the next 18 months go we know what we're getting in terms of live action but after that uh, we don't know maybe that lando series but it's just kind of weird to me because like for instance um uh the acolyte we've known about since 2020 so it'll be you know three or four years we've known about that we don't know what's coming next um what do you guys think i mean and i'm hoping you know with with celebration in in april that we'll hear something between now and then, just because I'm all, I'm all about that new Star Wars content, that future Star Wars con- content. Um, do you think we're going to hear uh, stuff soon? And by stuff, I mean new stuff, uh, like shows that we don't know about. Um, I'm sure follow-up seasons to some of the shows we have right now definitely would be cool, because I like all of them in their own way. But I'd also like them, you know, we've talked about this before, to go new places, so... Maybe stuff set during the, the Old Republic, the High Republic, or, you know, closer to The Force Awakens. Um, with either characters we know or characters we don't know. Because I do like, they're also taking, you know, Skeleton Crew, Mandalorian, taking new characters and establishing those. So, do you think we'll get any of that anytime soon? Or, or do you think we'll be 
waiting for a while because Star Wars is going to do what Star Wars does and frustrate the fans when it comes to um, marketing future content. Anyway, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks to the Ray Podcast. I'll talk to you later. Hmm. That's a good question. Like, it is interesting that we pretty much know, like, at least a rough outline of the next couple of years, right? We might not know where it all falls, but based on production times and things like that, we have a pretty good idea of what's coming and when that's coming. But past 2024 is, is a bit of a mystery, right? Yeah, I feel like whenever they decide the direction, I feel like they're in a point right now where they're figuring out the direction. And when I think when they decide where they're going to set course, they'll let you know. Once they green light some some more projects, they'll see. That's the thing. I think like a, a perfect example of this is Skeleton Crew. Like Skeleton Crew popped up out of nowhere, essentially, and who knows right. how long it had been in the works, right? Or been po- passed around and and before it was greenlit. And by the time they officially announced it, like. You know, Jude Law was cast and shit. So I have a feeling I have a feeling that there's probably a lot of irons in the fire. And it's just a matter of getting them to the point where they're comfortable announcing them, right? I could see why they might be a little gun shy to announce stuff maybe as early as they have in the past, right? <laughs> like the amount of movies, the amount of TV shows and shit that they announced that there has been a big question mark about or just not happening anymore might lead you to be a little gun shy about saying exactly what's going on. I bet you there's at least one new thing announced at Celebration in April, right? Uh, and then I bet you we also probably find out the release date for whatever comes after Mando in the release schedule. I have a feeling it's probably going to be like Bad Batch, Mando, Visions, Ahsoka is probably the general uh, cadence of release or order of release. Um, and I bet you like, so the thing is, is the Mando stuff, that's nowhere near getting wrapped up, right? Like, because their whole idea is to have all these separate series that culminate in one big event, like one big special event. And we're not, as far as I can tell, unless some shit really goes down in the third season of Mandalorian, I don't foresee that being ready to to end just yet so at the very least we've got that story continuing on for the next probably two or three years to be honest right i also wonder you remember all the fucking hubbub and rumors that were going around about a continuation of obi-wan after that show this summer i remember the faintest yeah Uh, but i think it would be cool I mean, I would too. Like, I I would too. You know, the question just becomes like, what is the story, right? And of course, I'll be one hundred percent honest with you. In the lead up, in the years lead up to Obi Wan, I was adamant about two things. I didn't want his ass to leave Tatooine, and I didn't want him to face off against Darth Vader. They did both of those things, and my ass was wrong. Okay, I am not too. 
Yeah, and it was great. So I'm not going to go into any hypothetical second season or second miniseries for Obi-Wan with any sort of preconceived they can't or can do this. I'm yeah. just going to be along for the ride this time. But I remember there being quite a bit of like talk about it while Obi-Wan was airing and then there hasn't been anything anything so maybe the maybe they're right now what they're working on is trying to figure out what that second miniseries or season or whatever you want to call it could be right right but i don't know buddy i really do hope they do some old republic stuff eventually they will the thing about being a star wars fan is there's a certain degree of patience that you need to have especially if you have like you know, a specific character or period of Star Wars that you're super interested in, right? Right. It just takes a little patience. You just got to hang in, and eventually you're probably, I mean, I don't want to say always, it's always going to happen, but <clears throat> the Old Republic stuff is way too popular for them not to do something with it eventually. Yeah, that's very true. So, will The it concept be? of Jedi and Sith history is... yeah hard not to go into yeah and like <clears throat> there is something kind of appealing about an an era in star wars history which by the way they could it doesn't even once again doesn't necessarily have to follow the canon of the games right just because like when you tell stories mm -hmm. from that long ago they can be told from different perspectives right but like you know the the kind of cool thing about for me, that era of Star Wars, that as it has been presented in the past, is the fact that it's not just two Sith, right? There's no rule of two. And so, like, you can conceive of these giant, almost space medieval battles between armies of Jedi and Sith, and that would be kind of cool to see. I'm not going to lie. That would, would be, be kind of fucking sick, you know? Just remake Excalibur, but with Jedi and Sith. There you go, Lucasfilm. You can have that one for free. My for dudes. free for free <clears throat> that's way better than some if fucking proposed I, can i make a, a quick tangent sure do you, i have to say buddy nothing has made me laugh or made me sadder than when this week you texted me and you're like are people really freaking out about bricks and screws and andor yeah and the fact that that filtered its way to you someone who is not involved in star wars social media at all i was like right shit that's funny but shit that's a bummer first of all it's not people it was one dude it's one reviewer as far as my reading could yeah go. and and like a dude who is i'm gonna be as diplomatic as possible here because some of his followers can be a bit fucking cringy a bit psycho um yeah it, he is someone who i could not imagine someone having more different views on star wars than he and i have right um right. i think his takes are bad i think they're cringy i think they're clickbaity i think it's manufactured outrage uh, tailored something to, to be certain, mad about right tailored tailored towards a certain subsect of fandom who feeds off of that type of shit 
Because um, like the whole um, the whole juxtaposition of old world technology and new world technology has kind of been Star Wars feel from the beginning. Everything on Tatooine is made from like mud sand concrete, okay, mm-hmm. like stucco. You know, like yeah. Well, and and listen, and I'm not steam saying this pipes and you know, like it's just. I'm not saying this particular dude is this kind of person because I don't know him personally, right? Um, yeah. But there are people out there in general who just want to be miserable, right? They want to be miserable, and if they see someone happy and having a good time with something. They can't just like be like, well, good for them, right? No, they want to, they want them to be as miserable as they are. Stop having fun. Exactly. Exactly. Um, there are some people who just sort of feed off of misery, and that mm-hmm. is their, that's just their fucking. And when people are really digging something and there's not a lot of misery to be had, you're starving for attention. Right. right. So, uh, yeah, that whole bricks and screws thing, not as big of a fucking deal. I mean, the, the biggest deal that people have, that has been made of it has been people clowning on it. I guess, I guess the memes are funny, but they were spreading like wildfire there for a minute. But I oh. guess it was because it was such a shit take. Like, it was, it was a total head scratcher. A total head scratcher. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let's hear from Utah. Utah. Dougie. Dougie. Dougie's been stopping by the stream some. Yeah, man. Osmil, this is Dougie. Just calling in because that um, Tales of the Jedi, specifically the arc with Yaddle and Dooku, was so well done. I enjoyed it so much. Uh, the music was amazing. The storytelling was amazing. We, we learned that uh, Yaddle does not speak like Yoda, so that's maybe just a Yoda thing. A lot of the conflict within Dooku, uh, once more... Palpatine just being a master manipulator, all in that little little series there. And I did not know that I need it, but now that I have it, it's something I love, and I, I just it's amazing storytelling there. So well, my question is, what are some other things that you didn't know that you needed, but now that you have them, you just can't let them go? Another example would be the fight between Yoda and Palpatine in in. Revenge of the Sith. I had no idea that was coming, and it just blew me away. All right. The uh, the other thing with the Tales of the Jedi is Kia D's robe just fits perfect. <laughs> uh, that extended dome of his, it just fits perfect. Everybody else just hangs off. Um, so I think it's a bargain bin type thing. Anyways, um, hashtag Santa didn't kill. And uh, I'm with Will on that one. You're doing a good job raising your youngling there. I enjoy the streaming. <laughs> Uh, when I can pop in and out while I'm at work. Anyways, have a good, good one. Uh, may the force be with you. Thank you, Dougie. And definitely thanks for coming by the streams, buddy. It always gives me a, a, a opportunity to do the Utah Dougie bit, which I yep. really love. Um, things that I didn't know I needed. Well, like, listen, Andor. Andor 100% is one of those things, like, I was never against it. Right. I was never like, why do we need it? It mm-hmm. was just not anywhere on my radar as much as the other stuff that was announced. It's like, oh, you guys are doing that. Cool. I'll watch that was right. kind of my reaction. 
holy shit was it good and i need that second season now right that's certainly star wars visions was like that too and see now star wars visions the minute it was announced that they were doing a you know an anime uh inspired star Wars a series of star wars shorts i knew immediately that was my jam because we you and i had been talking about how much we wanted that for so long Um, right i guess i wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was it was very good yeah they really knocked it out of the park um Mm -hmm. let me see well the plot of Obi-Wan. I would have never expected um, that I needed a plot involving Obi-Wan, you know, and a young Leia and Vader and so on and so forth. But once again, they knocked it out of the park. It's one of my favorite things. Like, I feel very lucky to, to live in an era where they brought Star Wars back and I love so much of it as much as I do, right? Like... Mm-hmm. I consider myself to be real lucky because, you know, I guess it could have gone the other way where I was like, I don't like new Star Wars. I'll just hang out with old Star Wars. And maybe that'll happen one day. I hope not. I hope I don't become one of those old curmudgeon sons of bitches that just hates everything just to be cool. But who knows, man? The, the, last thing, the one thing I've learned from this year is uh, who knows what the hell's coming, right? Right. Um, what about you? What's something that uh, took you by surprise that you wouldn't have thought you needed and and ended up being very cool? Ooh. Um, you know what? The bomber in The Last Jedi. I didn't know I really needed a Star Wars bomber. Like I had the Y-Wing. I, I, that was cool. But that shit was cool as fuck. And dropping all those that payload and those magnetic bombs over the capital. Yeah, yeah, that shit was awesome. One of the cooler ship designs of the sequel trilogies, the tr- sequel trilogy, because we didn't get a lot of new designs necessarily, right? Um, uh, I also know, was not expecting a Nubian starfighter for the Mandalorian second ship. Me neither. I was expecting kind of something more van-like, like he had. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, uh, the starfighter with the, the kid caboose, that's really cool. I didn't know I needed that, but I dig it. Not it it is funny that he kind of went from like the dad minivan to the sports car. He had a bit of a midlife crisis. He lost his kid. Yeah. Right. He yep. lost his kid in the divorce with Luke Skywalker. And he was like, fuck it. I'm going to buy a Corvette. And now he's got a kid again. He's like, fuck, where do I put the child? Where do I put yep. the, 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 what do you call those things you put kids in in a car? Yeah, just car seat. Car seat, that's it. Um, uh, you know another thing? The Bad Batch. The Bad Batch I did not expect to like as much as I did because in all honesty, I thought the Bad Batch arc of Season 7 of Clone Wars was the weakest one. Like, I liked oh, the really? other arcs way better. But, it, it, like, and I, I, it's not that I didn't like the Bad Batch arc. I thought it was cool, and I was like, oh, it's weird. They're kind of like the Star Wars Ninja Turtles, right? No, or A-Team, yeah. Yeah, Star or the Wars A-Team. A-team. But, and, like, uh, I would have never been like, well, they should get their own show, and I bet you all really like it. And they got their own show, and I really liked it. So That's very true. Yeah. I have to say, though, the thing that makes that work, though, is um, – What's her name? Omega. Uh, Omega is Omega. the 100% Omega is the missing element to get me invested in those characters. She's like the She drives the, the entire show for. Yeah. Yep. 
100% you're right about that. Um, so those are just a few things, just a few things. I'm sure I could think of more. Because there's other shit that I know I'm immediately going to like, right? Like the minute mm -hmm. they're like, we're doing a show called The Mandalorian with a guy that looks kind of like Boba Fett. Pfft, I'm in. And then a few episodes in, you drop a shadowy figure walking around with spur sounds when he takes a step. And I'm like, ha, 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 I know who that is. And everybody's like, mm, I bet you it was Cad Bane. And I'm like, mm, come on, mm. come on. <laughs> and then a few months later, a uh, 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 story comes out and they're like, guess who just got cast in season two of The Mandalorian? Tamora Morrison. And I'm like, I told you guys, Boba Fett. I told you guys, nobody wanted to listen, but it's Boba Fett. And then people wanted to be like, hmm, I don't know. Maybe he's playing Captain Rex. Fuck off. He's Boba Fett. He's Boba Fett. You could bring him back to play Rex, but he's Absolutely. fucking Boba Fett. All right. Give that man as much Star Wars work as he can handle. Hell yeah. Um, all right. I got a couple of emails that we'll call it a night. This one's from Ryan. Um, Ryan says, in this time of year we get where we give thanks, I've been an avid listener for many years and have interacted with you guys on Twitter a few times. I just wanted to thank you guys for the podcast. It's by far my, star, my favorite Star Wars pod. I wish I had more to offer in form of discourse right now, but I just wanted to let you guys know you are awesome and your commentary is greatly appreciated. Always keep it clean. You know I keep it clean. Always. Always keep it clean, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. We really hey, appreciate that, buddy. Thank you for that. And next up, we got Nicholas. We do our best here. Yeah, we try. Uh, next up, we got Nicholas. Hey, Halls and Will. First time, long time. Love the podcast. Thanks for all the fun Star Wars commentary. I've been thinking about you two mentioning how little the mystical Star Wars elements like the Force are mentioned in Andor. I like that we got a story about the ordinary citizens of the Empire, but I think there are a lot of hidden hints that the Force is at work in the story. For example, the first time we see Vel visit Mon Mothma, she is reminding her of their mission, and she says, we chose to stand against the dark. Marva makes a similar statement about the dark at her funeral and also mentions she knows that there is a rust spreading from the center of the galaxy. It's interesting to me that she obviously doesn't know the Emperor is a Sith Lord, but she knows there's a malevolence at the heart of the Empire. There are other references, but these kind of things make me think, all as the, as the Force wills, as Chirrut would say. Do you think I'm on to something, or do you think these are just turns of phrase the writers liked? Thanks, Nick Garcia. I think you're on to something. What do you think, Will? Like, yeah, that makes 100% I mean, sense. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Like, I think you don't have to look at it that way, mm -hmm. and it's left ambiguous so that you don't, but I think you can. it's intended for you to be able to take it that way if you want to. Right, and I say, so like... The four, like if you, if you just take like the story you're being told being set in this universe that's been around for almost 50 years at this point, right? The force is behind everything, right? And the, right. the force is like the island and lost. It is its own ethereal character, for lack of a better term, that influences mm -hmm. everything, right? And, right. uh, so, like, from that point of view, of course, the Force is involved in this story. The, this is, like, this is the Force setting up for the fucking son of the Chosen One to come and, you know, bring help his dad bring balance to the Force. This, like, if you think about the domino effect of everything that happens in Andor, 
that will lead into Andor season two, that leads into Rogue One, that leads into A New Hope. You know what I mean? Like, it's all the Force's influence. And I think that's really clever ways of showing how, you know, quote unquote regular characters in the galaxy might recognize the influence of the Force, but not know it as the Force, right? I think Nicholas kind of nailed it the way he described it, you know? Right. I think so too. Um, so I don't know, man. I, um, yeah, I think that's it. And I think that's fine. Like, I love it. I like, this is what we need now, right? If every story is dark side and light side and lightsabers and Jedi and dark Jedi or Sith, then those stories become less special. Right. Right. Just like if every story was nitty gritty people on the ground, spy work and or it would become less special. Those stories would become less special. That's why variety is a good thing. And that's why I love every goddamn brick and screw in Star Wars. Let me tell you, every single yep. one, every one, every set of cables. Every, cable. every set of pipes, mm-hmm. every wired headset in a cockpit of a Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, buddy, I think that's it. I think that does it for us this week. Thank you for making some time to record with me today. I really appreciate Dude, it. Dude, thank you for uh, being so accommodating. Hey, man. I, that is my pleasure. That is my pleasure. The, the least I could do is be accommodating for you, my dude. So listen, guys, we're not going to have an episode next week. All right. We're taking next week off. But if you want, if you're feeling up to it, come hang out with us on stream. I might even see if Will maybe wants to jump in on the discord and talk a little shit about the game awards with us uh, next week when we would normally um, record. That sounds good. Um, So we're going to be streaming the game awards. The pre-show starts at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central, what's that, 4.30 Pacific. I have no, I cannot find information when the actual award ceremony starts, so we're going to we're gonna be there for the whole thing, hanging out, talking shit, getting stony baloney, new boot goofing, you know how we do. That's how we roll. Twitch.tv slash Blue Harvest Pod, please come hang out. Um, leave us a review on iTunes if you haven't already. If you like our theme song, please check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music. Um, uh, Stoned Cobra. Yes, they are Stoned Cobra. Thank you, buddy. They are Stoned Cobra, mm-hmm. and you can find them on iTunes, on Spotify, and at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. And uh, until two weeks from now, when we come back, This has been Blue Harvest, and I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us.